There's elation among pro-choice advocates in Guam following a decision by the U.S. Territory Supreme Court to debunk an anti-abortion law. It means abortion will remain legal in Guam. The anti-abortion law introduced in 1990 had been placed under injunction because a U.S. federal case ruling known as Roe v. Wade legalized abortion across all states and territories. But last year, pro-life lawmakers were prompted to lift the injunction after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Final Funua has more. When the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the Roe v. Wade last year, it seemed certain that abortion would become illegal in Guam. Pro-life lawmakers in Guam only needed to ask the territory's Supreme Court to lift an injunction on an anti-abortion law passed in 1990. The injunction having been imposed as a result of Roe v. Wade. But last week, the Guam Supreme Court ruled that the anti-abortion law was dead law because subsequent legislations had repealed it by implication. The ruling came about after pro-choice Governor Lou Guerrero filed a petition for the court to determine whether the law was still enforceable. Director of Guam's Bureau of Women's Affairs, Jane Flores, says she's not surprised by the Supreme Court ruling and that it sends a clear message to those wanting to ban abortion. So I think the message is there to lawmakers that the people of Guam want abortion to remain a personal, private decision between a person and their physician and whoever else they want to bring into the picture, that they do not want it legislated. It's important to remember that abortion is legal on Guam right now. It is legal up to 13 weeks and then up to 26 weeks if there's a fetal anomaly or because of rape or incest or at any time if the life of the mother is endangered. One of Guam's most vocal pro-choice advocates, Senator Will Parkinson, says he's also elated with the decision. Senator Parkinson is a staunch critic of Guam's Attorney General Douglas Moylan, who had been leading the movement to ban abortion in Guam. He says last year's Roe v. Wade ruling meant responsibility fell on local pro-choice lawmakers such as himself to defend abortion in the courts. The overturning of Roe v. Wade has made us question our basic assumption, and at least in my case, has spurred me to action in terms of making sure that our bodily autonomy is protected. Because if it's left down to the state, then uh, me as a, a local legislature in my own local state needs to make sure it's protected. If they're going to leave it to the state's decision, then the state needs to decide. Uh, as for the rift with the attorney general and pro-choice advocates, there's definitely had to be a tension because the attorney general wants to bring back this ban on abortion, and then you have this community that has fought tooth and nail to protect abortion access. Uh, but in the end, though, I'm glad justice prevailed on these issues and the courts ruled the way they did. There are no abortion providers in Guam, with the last known doctor offering abortion services retiring in 2018. Compounding these challenges is a restrictive law that requires women to meet a doctor in person before a termination is confirmed. It means that women in Guam wanting abortions have to make a costly eight-hour flight to Hawaii. 
Hawaii-based physician Shandini Raidu says she's disappointed to see women being denied access. I think it's devastating that people's access to healthcare depends on where they live. It's heartbreaking to hear the stories of people who need abortion care but are not able to access it either because they can't leave the island or they don't have the financial means to do so. I think for those of us who provide abortion care, we know that people will do anything they can to get the care that they need, and it's unfortunate that people have to work so hard to receive basic health care. Since the overturning of Roe versus Wade last year. 15 out of 50 U.S. states have banned abortion.